How do you want to be remembered? As a tax collector or a Pharisee? You are lucky because today I'm going to preach about the second reading. <laughs> In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. An accomplished cardiologist, author, and marathon runner, George Sheehan, lived his life with passion and purpose. Even when confronted with terminal cancer in 1991, he demonstrated courage and determination. He ran life's race and he finished strong. As with Dr. Sheehan, the day will come for each of us to finish life's race. In our second reading today, Paul, in, in fewer than 100 words, shares with us the hardships of his present, the heartbeat of his past, and the hope he holds for the future. Paul reflects on his life and ministry. He looks around, looks back, and then he looks ahead. With the finish line in sight, Paul sums up his dynamic life and his hope in death. The lessons we can learn from him will enable us to run well today while encouraging us to finish strong tomorrow. But there is one thing that called my attention is this second reading, because it looks like he wrote his own epitaph. Listen, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. It looks like the Apostle Paul has finished well. But finishing well doesn't happen by accident. As Paul approached his own death, he drew some conclusions about his own life and what would happen next. So it's a good idea for all of us to reflect back on our spiritual lives once in a while. It helps us live even better as we move forward. Our spiritual life will face setbacks, hardships, and difficulties. We cannot change something that happened in the past, but we can change how we do things from this moment forward. Paul wanted to continue doing God's work until the last possible moment. In other words, he stayed focused on God until the last minute. He set a good example for us to follow. When we stay focused on Christ and study his word, we can cope with all challenges of life. Paul has completed the work God assigned him to do. God has given the same assignment 
to all of us. Whatever if you're called to serve, like for instance, I'm going to give some examples. Be part of the welcome committee, Stephen ministry, visitation ambassador care team, or in the service team, or as an usher, or in the sound system, or in the choir. Whatever ministry, continue to be faithful to God and his will. When we devote our lives to doing God's work, we might not receive early rewards, maybe some recognition here or here. The result of our work will last for eternity as long as we keep getting up and going when we fall. Paul had every reason to be resentful. He had no money, clothes, or food. He was in prison. The only familiar person who was there to encourage him was Luke. All his other friends abandoned him. Because in Rome at that, at that time, supporting a Christian at his hair trial would have led to a death sentence. So he was left alone. But Paul's last words had not hint of bitterness, resentment, or regret. His unbreakable spirit emerged. He was more concerned about others than he was about himself. He extended forgiveness to those who abandoned him, following the example of Jesus when he was on the cross. God stood by Paul, and God will also stand by us. When we are tired, he will give us strength. When failure, when failure is inevitable, he steps in and helps us find the strength to finish the work he gave us to do. We need his strength because we are fighting against evil in this world. In fact, he will be fighting alongside us. Brothers and sisters, Paul accepted the reality of his situation. God gave Paul the strength he needed to spread the gospel, and God also gave Paul the strength to face his oncoming death. My sister, my brother, Christian life and ministry are a commitment to run all the way to the finish line. It is important for us to be true witnesses for God by showing others that we serve someone greater than us. When it comes to committed our resources in service to Jesus, we can only do what we can. God knows how well we do, and God knows how poorly we do. There are things that we get right, but we cannot get it all right all the time. The truth is that we are not always very loving. We are not always very kind. We can be thoughtless, arrogant, and uncaring. Our loving God is not grading us on how well we follow the rules. 
He's not grading us on how merciful we are either. It is not our obedience that make us holy, and it, is, and it is not how loving and kind we are that counts in God's eyes. It is not even whether or not we are re really get the point. It's God's mercy that counts. It's the only thing that counts. We need God to forgive us to help us, to heal us, and to make us better. In Jesus Christ, in his dying and in his raising from the dead, God forgives us. So my brother and my sisters, let's pray for the strength, the wisdom, and the faith to do God's will. Hold on to your faith. Keep believing. Stay strong. By the grace of God, yes, we can. In Jesus' name. And the people of God says, Amen. Amen.